Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Big story today. Um, the British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, now preparing to confirm that he will step down as Prime Minister. He is due to make that statement. Um, I'm just looking at Sky News and BBC in front of me here in around the next 25 minutes or so, but it's thought that he plans to remain in office until the Conservative Party actually appoints a new leader. I mean, it's unbelievable, this departure. It's the guts of 60 members of government um, following the resignations uh, over the past couple of hours or so, or certainly in the past 24 hours. But 53106 is the number. I'd like to just speak to people, English people living in Ireland, Irish living across the pond, to get your reaction to the news today. Uh, Chris is with us on the line. Chris, you're living here for about 30 years or so. How do you feel today? Uh, Hi, Andrea. How are you? Yes, 30 years. Um, How am I feeling? A little bit sad, really, I think. Um, uh, Boris had his detractors and, and it looks like he'll have to go. Uh, but he's not a bad guy, you know. I think most people, in the most people's opinion, he's all right. He made mistakes, but he did some good things too. And what I think happens these days is that the media just get hold of a story, and once they have you in their sights, it just goes on and on and on until there's no way out. And I think that's what happened to Boris. I mean, people forget the good things he did, like the first in person to be in uh, Ukraine, visiting, doing something positive. People forget that the things he did uh, on on the COVID, good, bad or indifferent, how he view it, but at least he took action. And I just think it's a bit sad that you can get hounded out. Look, he made mistakes, yeah. obvious mistakes. Is that, is, that, is that what you think happened, Chris? He, he, he fell victim to the media? Yes, to be honest. It got to the point right. whereby I'd, you put the media on and they're going on and on and on about things like party case. But they're probably they're going, going on about the actions, the things that he did. I accept that. I accept that he didn't handle some of those things very well. Um, but who, I don't believe he gets up in the morning and thinks, how can I muck things up today and who can I offend? You know, I think people, people get wrapped up in things which... Uh, just aren't as big uh, as what as reality. And out of curiosity, Chris, if I was talking to you, maybe what three three and a half years ago, would you have felt the same way about Theresa May? She wasn't the same character, to be honest. I think what what Boris brought to the table was okay. He can act and, and be a bit of a buffoon at times, but people liked him. He said he'd get things done about Brexit, whatever. And I've been away since long before the Brexit and it didn't particularly suit me. And it's not something I would have voted for. But once once people voted for it, at least he got it done. Right. Will you stay yeah. with us, Chris? Because I, I just I'd like to hear a variety of different voices today. And as I said, it's it just you know there's been endless amounts of commentators and political analysis, and you hear all of that um, across the station and, and and throughout the course of the day. But I just like to speak to people and hear your thoughts on it. Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. If you want to join us, I think we've got Jamie on the line. Jamie, you're originally from Manchester, is that right? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. yeah. Would you, do you feel the same way as Chris? Was Boris Johnson hounded by the media? Um, well, he has been hounded from the media, but, you know, uh, he's brought that upon himself, I think, you know. 
by acting like an absolute clown. And of course, the media love nothing more than uh, than uh, tearing uh, tearing the clowns to shreds. And um, you know, he's right on himself by you know some of the decisions he's made. Certainly, some of the things that he said. Uh, which have been very, uh, you know, kind of uh, debatable and uh, downright rude at times, you know. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of certainly glad to see the back of him. I thought he's, uh, you know, I, I want to obviously highlight the, 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 the fact as well that I would never class myself as a, as a patriotic uh, Englishman, um, far from it. But um, I was born and, born and raised there for a, for a number of years, uh, the beginning of my life. And, like, you know, it is an, it's been an embarrassment having him uh, as, a, as a supposed leader of the country. Uh, you know, at the same time, that other clown over in the States was, was also a leader. And, you know, they were like brothers from another mother, weren't they? You know what I mean? And um, it's, uh, it's been an emb- absolute embarrassment. And having someone like that uh, as a leader in the first place uh, is, is extremely debatable. It, so it always kind of uh, it astounds me that these people get the, get the job in the first place when they're obviously people behind them know what they're like to begin with, you know, and uh, what they're capable of doing and, okay. you know, just uh, talking absolute I, rubbish, you I, know, a lot of the time. How long, Jamie, sorry, are you, are you here, did you say? In, in Ireland, uh, well, I've been here in Ireland now over twenty odd years. Okay. You know, I've kind of yeah. virtually been in the, in the I've been in Ireland, you know, longer than I was in the UK. But you know, I was born and, and, and raised there. You know, at the beginning of my yeah. life, and I'm, I'm I don't you know follow too much of the political situation over there. To be honest with you, very very uh, intensely. But um, it's certainly embarrassing when you have a muppet like Boris Johnson as your as the leader of your country because he is an embarrassment, and that goes around the world and. And you know the same way, obviously, as as, as Donald Trump was uh, was the leader of the you know the 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 leaders of the free world, should we say? And you know, he, it's an embarrassment to call. Okay. You know, he, he he doesn't exactly resonate around the world in, in very in very bright colours, does he? Okay. Let's face it. You know, it's all. So you're not. You're th- this this statement coming in the next twenty minutes or so. Anyway, I can I get the sense, uh, Jamie, you're not you're not too sorry anyway to see him uh, step step aside today. Like no, stay, stay with us because I've another caller on the line. Steve is uh, Steve is with us as well. Steve, do you share Jamie's thoughts? Is like uh, not at all. I, no. I'll sort of echo the first caller's views. Chris. Yeah, very clever man is Boris, and he has been hounded right from the election. It was not Labour versus Conservative, it was Labour versus Boris. And it's been the same with the media ever since. I've complained several times about the, the biased coverage of politics on the BBC, and they ignore it and say, no, it's not. But... Uh, no, but you see, it's I, I not biased coverage, though, Steve. If if you're reporting on an event that happened, if you're reporting on fact, that that doesn't. You might, you know what I mean. We, we might be a lot of discussion. You can report on an event and then let go of it. But things like Partygate. I mean, it was his, at his own residence, at his, at his place of work, and I don't know whether you do, or I certainly don't. I don't arrange my own birthday parties. You know, it's it's the thing he's been guilty of is supporting his colleagues, um, right. and it's backfired on him. Uh, the 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 whole sort of um, well, how would you call it? Um, the shenanigans of the past twenty four hours, if if you want to put it that way, and the yep. the number of um, ministerial colleagues and party colleagues, and like the fact that he's nearly been forced to make this statement today does that does that bother you at all? Um, it was inevitable. I mean, to be fair, he hasn't stood a chance, has he? 
everybody's had the knives out from him for him from day one. Um, it's sort of rats deserting the sinking ship, isn't it? You know, he, he's backed his colleagues over and over again, and it's come to a stage where everybody said, look, you know, we, we've got to look for our future rather than Boris's future and turn the back on him. And do you feel as this was, and I asked Chris the same question, I mean, mm. did, like, are, are you a Boris fan, Tory fan, or would you felt the same way about Theresa May? Uh, I don't think she was right for the post in the first place. She, you need a bit of charisma to carry it off. Boris has got that in spades. Um, there are other people that are in post, you know, whether it's education, defence, whatever. They're the experts, and Boris is the the mouthpiece, if you like. Um, and he can't be in control of everything that goes on every minute of the day. My, my worry is what's coming next. I mean, we've got Chinless Wonders, both sides of the house. We're probably heading into a recession, and that's going to be a disaster with Labour in, because they're the ones that come in and throw the money around, and Conservatives tend to put the economy right. Are you living here at the moment? Yeah, I've been over seven years now, just before Brexit. Okay, right. Uh, stay, stay with us. Um, 53106 is the number if you want to get in contact with us. This text says Boris wasn't a victim. It, he didn't care about breaking international law or about Ireland and one rule for him with regards to lockdown parties. Another listener, Boris, brought this on himself. Uh, Jarlath Regan, comedian and host of the Irishman Abroad podcast, uh, is on the line as well. Jarlath, you were listening there to Chris and, and Steve and to Jamie. Um, well, what, like, what's your sense of this? Are, are you surprised by the, the hounding that well. poor Boris has got? Well, I think you've done an amazing job, Andrew, of bringing on a variety of voices because they do represent um, this group of people that support him who are very low on specifics. They're very low on, tell me what he's actually done. They can just say, oh, he's he's a nice guy, you know, uh, people like him. That was a big argument for this man staying in office, that the public who aren't fully invested in the news, aren't fully watching what's taking place, kind of like having a celebrity as their prime minister. I mean, those focus groups were returning uh, information that led him to believe that when push came to shove, I could stay in power. But anyone that was paying attention could see the scandals mounting up, like this Pincher affair that people love the pun about this guy. But we're talking about a guy that had been investigated for sexual harassment allegations and that the complaints had been held up. Boris appointed this guy as uh, the whip. He's... There's so many. <laughs> you you go ahead there. On yeah, it, no, I I just want. Can I just bring in? I just want to. I'm interested in the first point you made there on that. And Chris and and Steve and Jamie are all still with us. But Chris, just on Charlotte's point there about like, is that what Boris is? Was he sort of a, a celebrity kind of a character? Um, that's a good question. I think he became a celebrity. Look, I, I'm not against the fact that he's had to resign. Um, and I object that that uh, always saying that people don't uh, don't. Un- don't understand what was going on. I absolutely watch the news all the time. It's something that I get a certain age. That's kind of what you do, and I'm fully aware well, then of how the. Can, how can the argument be that on. he's being hounded out? 
How can you argue because, that he's being hounded because, out? Because these are real-life incidents where he's taking money from donors to get his apartment done up. Partygate isn't just a story of a man having a private party in his own house, minding his own business. This is a man who's standing in front of the people on his hind legs, wagging his finger, telling them not to do the very thing that he is doing. I mean, the hypocrisy of it should have had people uh, off their couches and marching in the streets. But for some reason, he has what you said, a real likability, a kind of bumbling oaf kind of nature that, oh, how can you be mad at Boris? In the end, Andrea, he is like a kid who refuses to leave his own birthday party, despite the fact that all of the other kids have left. He is, oh, oh, it is fully yeah, yeah, yeah. within his character that he won't go until the very last minute when they shut off the light. You picked out some very particular points which supported your side of this argument. No one's saying he shouldn't go and he didn't make mistakes. But I think in public life, everybody makes mistakes. Show me a man that, or a person that doesn't make mistakes, you know, and they can be king of the world. But it's a fact of life. You have to live in politics. You make decisions on a daily basis. And when it comes to the party gate thing, totally overblown. All those people were working in the same environment. All those people going in every day. There, there weren't invitations sent all over London saying, great, you know, come, on, come over to us tonight, we're having a big party. It's just so well, easy. It's a great argument for not having like higher that. standards in office then, because really you're, your argument is that everybody makes mistakes, but surely Absolutely. higher standards should be asked for people that are leading the country. And certainly he didn't feel that way. He did not feel that lying to Parliament was such a big deal because by your argument... Everybody makes mistakes. Sure, everybody tells the odd white lie now and again. Jarlith, can I just get a sense of the Irish in in England today? And like, what are people saying in the WhatsApp groups? Well, the, like the overall sense was that the, he was a lame duck for an awful long time, and that people were nearly enjoying the uh, the show that this man was putting on. Like last week, he said he wouldn't leave until, what was it, 2030 was what he was doing. It's like it's, it's all, it is quite a show. So when your caller says that he's been hounded out by the press, Boris has quite literally courted the press at every opportunity. You know, it's not poor old me in the corner here. From what the sense that I get from the Irish over here is that this is like uh this is like a pantomime in some ways. He's behind you. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, Boris play acting and playing to the gallery in some ways. He knew he was toast. Like he knew. I mean, Andrea, they couldn't get Brexit over the line until they found a big enough liar to push the lie. His history of lying is there. That's not the, the media handing him out. He told lies okay. to get. But Brexit you know the thing. The, the thing is, though, like Jarlett, I have to be honest with you. Just looking at the texts coming in from people today, and I would say that the majority of messages that I have here on the screen in front of me are all in agreement with Chris and Steve. Oh, Whether he's not a bad guy. Hounded out. <laughs> And no, that's a, 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 a genuinely like, hang on, hang on, hang on. People can be hounded out of places for good reason. When people get hounded out of a position, sometimes there's a reason for the hounding. He was doing things that were inappropriate, that you know, flew in the face of the responsibility given to the the. Uh, 
Are you there, Darlish? I was just going to ask you just on a, on a final point. This statement is due now shortly, I think in around five or six minutes. We'll probably have an update anyway whenever we get it in. Actually, I can see in the screens there the whole the, the press outside uh, waiting on yeah. that statement. Um, he, <laughs> I think if you were to listen to any of the commentators, no matter what side they're on, he was never going to go easy. It's, you know, you probably thrive on the element of chaos, I imagine, that's been happening over the past day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's part for the course with the man. I mean, he he, he was was there ever going to be any other way? I mean, he has it has kind of aligned his legacy with Donald Trump and with the reluctance to leave. If ever there was anybody that had any doubts over the comparison between the two, I mean, this exit and how inelegant it is certainly will leave that taste that oh, the two of them weren't that dissimilar in the end. Yeah, well, the reluctance to go definitely makes for, I think, a, an uncomfortable observation over the past 24 hours, for sure. I see the podium has, has been uh, erected up here now and put outside the front of Downing Street. So that statement is due fairly shortly, but we'll, uh, we'll bring you more on that a little bit later. Look, 53106 is the number. Um, I'd like to hear from other people today. I mean, do you agree with our callers, Chris and Steve? Was Boris hounded out by the media? Was it was it fair? Uh, you can let us know today. We might come back to this a little bit later in the programme. Listen, Jarnath Re- uh, Regan, um, host of the Irishman Abroad podcast. Jamie, Steve and Chris, thanks a million for all getting in touch with us here on Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.